Hello, and welcome to another episode of Balm for the Soul. I'm your host, Tammy Nicole Glover, and I am so glad you joined me. Today, I'll be reading my piece titled, I'm Still His. I'll jump right in reading it, and I'll be back to share more. When they said I was worthless because my skin wasn't light enough, my hair not long enough, and my face not pretty enough, I was still his. Though they laughed at me when I dared to expose my dreams and said I was crazy, I was still his. When I was scared, mistreated, and overwhelmed, and even when the pain and loneliness made it hard to breathe, I was still his. And when my pride took over and I thought I could do life on my own, when I tried to ignore his voice and searched for what I thought was better, I was still his. There's no more denying the truth. I have been the liar. He is the truth. There's nowhere to run or hide. I was his before I was formed in the womb. Now, there is only the decision to either remain in him or to be lost in the darkness. I decided to remain in him, to accept and follow his commands, to trust completely in his ways, to stay humble before him and grateful for his mercy. He owes me nothing and I owe him everything. I am completely his, a daughter of the Most High God, whose name is Jesus. I wrote, I'm still his, in 2012. What I just read is actually a revised version, which will also be available on the website. I noticed that the deeper I go in my walk with God, the more my outlook on things changes. And as I was preparing for this week's episode, I realized I needed to make some changes to I'm Still His. You see, when I wrote the original piece, I was with God, but not really. (laughs) I still had the mindset that I could offer God whatever I wanted instead of what he was actually requiring of me. I took him for granted and I treated him as if he owed me if I kept myself out of trouble. (laughs) He winked at me for a while until he went silent. And in his silence, I got frustrated and angry and I turned my back on him. Turning away from God was the most painful experience. I felt like I was always looking over my shoulder, waiting on him to strike me down. And when I didn't get struck down, the loneliness really kicked in because it was as if he didn't care one way or the other. It was almost like I was a teen acting out to get my parents' attention and failing miserably at it. And when he finally caught me back and I repented, I was relieved and overjoyed, but I also felt ashamed and I questioned if I was truly his and what did that even really mean? 
One of the things I realized was that I couldn't keep wavering back and forth. I had to be either all the way in or all the way out. I also had to let go of who I thought I was and seek God as to who he created me to be. That meant there was no more room for pride. When I said, I'm yours, Lord, I was saying, I'm not my own. I trust you, Lord, to tell me what to do, what to say, and where to go. I even found that it meant trusting God in what seemed like small things, like what to wear and what to eat. It was admitting that I knew nothing <laughs> and he knows everything. I also had to be mindful that I was no longer representing Tammy. When I took on his name, it meant I was now representing God. And I'm not going to lie. It was a struggle fighting with myself. It still is. I'm constantly searching myself and doing a lot of fasting. This process is definitely ongoing. I'm so thankful, though, to God that he has been patiently guiding me through it all. When I let go of my pride and allowed him to lead me, it did become a lot easier. And thank God he hasn't brought up everything I needed to change at once because I would be so overwhelmed. And nevertheless, it has been a lot of changes in my life over just a short period of time. And a lot of people don't agree with me. Some think I'm crazy. And sadly, I'm not as close to others. But... I have to stay focused on drawing ever closer to God and staying close to him because I want to spend eternity with him. He's the one that not only created me, but delivered me from so much pain. I can never repay him for all he's done for me. I don't even have any words in my human vocabulary to thank him properly. I love him and I'm his. So <laughs> before I start crying, let me give you a couple of scriptures that have encouraged me. And the first one is Psalm 139 verses 15 and 16. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. And then John 15, verse 16, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And then one last scripture that has been um, was one that I read every day <laughs> to myself and encourage myself is Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 8. And it's trust in the Lord with all thine heart 
and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Thank you for joining me. I pray you were encouraged. If you need more encouragement throughout the week, don't forget to check out the website, bomb the number four, the soul.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. So like, comment, follow, and share. And this week, I have a question for you. What does it mean to you to belong to God? And you can feel free to post your comments on any of the social media outlets. If you're listening on Spotify, you can answer right there. The question will be there and you can answer. And if you're listening on Anchor, you can actually record your answer or any other comments you have. So until then, friends, know that I love you, but God loves you more.